You're listening to the Evolving Truths Podcast, featuring mother-daughter hosts, Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, where honest and vulnerable conversations about personal growth create a connection between all of us. You're invited to experience the transformation that occurs when we allow the truth of who we are to evolve. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Alexis Ray. I am one of your hosts of Evolving Truths. With me is my mom, Shannon Day. Hi, mama. Hey, Alexis. How are you doing today? I am tired, but I am doing good because we are creating magic and I love that. How are you doing? I love thinking about getting to have these conversations with you on a weekly basis is creating magic. Yeah, because we are. I think of how it's positively impacted my life and made me think about things that I'm doing, ask more questions, be more self-aware, endeavor to make some positive changes. Standing in one place while you brush your teeth. (laughs) There's that. I think about that almost every time I brush my teeth. I still have not adopted the habit of flossing consistently. I do find myself standing more still while brushing my teeth. That's amazing. So let's talk about flossing. Why do you want to floss? Because when I go get my teeth cleaned, it makes the process less painful. If I really think about it, for the health of my gums and my teeth, I'm one who's had tons of dental work. Knowing that flossing protects Protects. the investment that I have made in my mouth. These are the only teeth I have unless I want to spend a ton of money doing something else. So for those reasons, I want to floss. That's a lot to think about when it comes to, I just want to get myself into bed tonight. And I don't want to take the, as I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, this is so ridiculous. And how can we translate this to other areas of our life? Such as what we plan on talking about today, moving. Yes, but let's stick with the flossing for a second, okay? I don't know if we need to do that. Because you were right there. Yes, this is what it takes. You just gave yourself the reason. Then you're saying, sometimes I just want to climb into bed. Okay, so floss in the morning. If you aren't successfully building the habit of flossing at night, let's try flossing in the morning. I've tried that too. Look at me sitting here just making excuses. I have flossed in the morning. I have thought about making that a goal. It's not a goal. It's a choice. You are choosing to be a person that flosses. You are choosing to be a person that protects the investment you have made in your teeth and all of those root canals that you have had. You are choosing to show love to your body and your gums. Meanwhile, our gums and our teeth are really close to our brain. Their well-being is extremely important to our function as a human and our bodies and our systems and how everything works together. You are choosing to care for yourself. (laughs) Okay, we can talk about it. I feel like I'm getting coached here. I feel like I'm getting (laughs) scolded here. It's not scolding. It's a conversation about awareness. We ask ourselves the question, why do I want this to be my habit? Well, I want it to be my habit because I want to have nice teeth. I want to protect the money that I have invested. So what am I supposed to do next? Well, I guess I should floss. We're taught from a young age, we should floss our teeth. As we become adults and we're the ones responsible for doing this action that we know benefits us, we don't do it. It's because we haven't given ourselves a why. I love you stating that question. Why do you want to be someone who flosses? 
few episodes ago when we had the conversation about when we find ourselves experiencing a thought or an action that is not loving towards ourselves or others, you shared the tip of saying change. Yes. We've heard put a rubber band around your wrist. And anytime a behavior or a thought comes up that you're working on changing, snap it. Stop it. No way. That sounds awful. Have I just dated myself? This might not be something that's out there anymore because that's kind of painful. That sounds terrible. (laughs) See how this thought around making changes in our life has evolved because back in my day, (laughs) that was a suggestion. I don't think that that's necessarily reinforcing the way that you want to be. I could see that being a tactic to trigger the awareness. If it happens in the moment and we catch ourselves doing it, that would be, oh, let me snap this rubber band. That is us saying to ourselves in the moment, change. It served two purposes. One, the actual action of snapping it. You just stop that behavior to snap your wrist with a rubber band. Mm -hmm. And two, this hurts and I don't want to do that anymore. Taking that to the bigger context of it isn't just that it hurts when I snap myself with this rubber band. It's that I made a decision to change. And when I act this way, it's hurting me. Yes. Sometimes I need that note on the mirror that says floss. I need that hypothetical rubber band around my wrist. Having reminders is so important. And that is what affirmations are. That is why I have stuff written on my mirrors. I have done that since I was a kid. I started doing that like sixth grade when I was getting ready for my first ever competitive basketball tryout. I had it written on the mirror. I decided to try out for this sports team in seven days and I had zero team sport experience. (laughs) You actually had no experience playing the game of basketball. I had none, but we had effort and we did what we could in those seven days to get prepared for these tryouts. And then it turns out I made the team and the rest is history. We went down a basketball career, but the power of daily reminders bring our goals to the forefront. If they're not, we get stuck. We forget about them. We forget (laughs) that I'm supposed to floss. We forget that I want to be a face washer at nighttime. You talk about flossing. I have openly shared that I have for my entire life struggled to establish a good nighttime face washing routine. Habit as a choice, I have been able to establish a nighttime face washing routine. Why must something be painful or difficult to encourage us to change? It's the disruption. And I know that we're referencing a painful experience. Those triggers could be the death of a friend, getting in a car accident, being laid off. It could be getting passed up for a promotion. Any instance that we expect to go one way and it doesn't. It disrupts our normal routine. We would have gotten into a cycle where every single day we do something the same. That is why I encourage people that I work with to walk a different path to your car. Order something different from Starbucks. Try a different menu at lunch because even though you are doing the same action, I'm still going to eat lunch, but I'm going to try something new. I still have to get to my car and drive to work, but I'm going to take a different route to get there. 
I am disrupting my normal pattern and flow of energy and habit in life. And it's allowing me to bring new into my space. We often think of disruption in a negative way. And yet this is a positive. If we are moving through life and things are going well, being conscious about throwing in some disruptions here or there, even small things, then gives us an opportunity to expand our life when we're not faced with something that drops us to our knees. Every single morning we wake up, we are training for the Olympics of life. There are days that training goes really well. In the time that things are going well, if we continue to disrupt our habits with new techniques, new paths, basic little things in your daily life, I'm not talking about big things, and I think that's really important. When a catastrophe strikes, it is not such a catastrophe because we have been practicing how to adjust. You are used to being rerouted, and it is not so derailing, crumbling, earth-shattering. You've said catastrophe. I'm going to say challenge. To me, catastrophe is huge. And yes, there might be some things we face in life that fit that. Sometimes in daily life, it's challenges or difficulties. We are practicing on the low end of the spectrum. We are training in a low risk situation so that when those high stress, those gold medal races come mm -hmm. along, we are prepared if we purposely put these disruptions in our life, when things are good and we're doing things to be more loving to ourselves and others, doing things to improve ourselves, that's a positive. It's going to help us level up or find more fulfillment. It's an evolution. Yes. Not only is it helping us evolve in our development as a human being and our participation in this Olympics of life. It's helping us to be more prepared when something big happens, a divorce, a loss of someone, a car accident does drop us to our knees. It is legitimate that those experiences can drop us to our knees, but we've given ourselves the skills. We are now more equipped to face those challenges. Neither you or I are saying that it's not going to suck, not going to be hard. We're also more prepared to sit in those emotions, to experience those as well, and be able to move forward, be able to work through it. I love this conversation and thinking about these little disruptions, helping me prepare for those times that I get hit with something that's really hard. We hope none of us have to experience that. The Olympics of life is going to be filled with it. It is not a question of if, it is a question of when. And when it occurs, you have prepared when this opportunity presents itself to learn, you now can take the lessons away from this challenge that you need to and it does not have to be as painful emotionally. As I have contemplated times in my life when I have suffered mentally and emotionally, part of the reason that I was suffering was because I had my heart set on a specific path of achievement, a specific outline of accomplishments that would take me to my goal. And when things didn't go exactly according to that plan, it was then. 
I do want to say that there is a little bit of a caveat, I think, in my individual stories because most of my hurdles have been caused by concussions. Many of your hurdles have been, yes. The times that were the most painful in my life was because I couldn't just let go, relinquish the control. (laughs) Practicing every single day to adjust my circumstances has allowed me to build this incredible resiliency. Suffering is wishing or thinking that something that's already happened can be different. And it can't. So coming back to the present moment of, okay, I can choose something different right now. And that will give me a new result in the future. I don't have to keep choosing the same choice I've been making. I don't have to keep choosing to not floss my teeth, to not wash my face at night. I don't have to keep choosing to feel voiceless in my office because I refuse to leave after an eight-hour shift. I should have known that flossing was going to come back into this discussion. (laughs) Yes, because it starts in the small daily habits. It's so great that we can have conversations about these simple things and realizing how much it impacts everything else in our life. Also, we know these things. We know these things. Here is another gap of suffering. I have about seven gaps of human suffering. One day we will do an entire episode on them. But the gap of suffering between knowing what we are supposed to do and doing the actual action is so painful. There is a difference between knowing and doing. So it reminds me when I used to play basketball, my coaches would say to me, Alexis, bounce pass. You are a five foot one point guard. You are not going to throw this pass over a five foot eight defender. Yes, coach. Yes, I know. I know. And there was one day I will never forget. I was playing JV freshman year, student varsity. And my coach goes, I don't want to know that you know. Show me you know. That has stuck with me. I did forget about it during a period of time in my 20s. And now I've come back to it every single day as I am training for the Olympics of life. I am showing myself that I know what I am doing because I am doing it. It is not just good enough to know. I don't want to know. I want to show me that I know. Let's go full circle. I may not want to floss. I do want to keep my teeth and gums healthy. I do want that proverbial sticker when I go get my teeth cleaned of the (laughs) hygienist telling me how great they look and what a good job I must have been doing. I do want to protect the thousands of dollars that are in my mouth. Yes, girl. Even though we had this challenge a few weeks ago, I'm going to come back to it again, flossing consistently. Now let's talk about building the habit. Now that you know that you want to floss, this is the next step. Yes. Let's talk about building this habit and others. But we're out of time, so we have to do a part two. Oh, man. Well, I am going to make the choice to start flossing now, even before our next episode. Please join us for part two as we discuss practical steps for building a habit. I know I can't wait. 
It is an honor to be here with you. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone. Start a conversation. That is the most helpful way for this community to continue to evolve and grow. If mom and I are totally your cup of tea, please leave a five-star rating. Follow the show wherever you are listening, and we will be back next week. Until then, remember, life is beautiful and you create the magic. Have a good one. Connect with Shannon and Alexis in the Evolving Truths community by visiting evolvingtruthspodcast.com. Links are in the show notes. The artwork for this project was created by Julie B. Salazar and is entitled Celebration from the Inner Landscape Print Series. The Evolving Truths podcast is produced and edited by Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, recorded from the Corner Studio in conjunction with Alexis Ray Enterprises, LLC.